Thank you very much. Yeah, this is your episode. This is your fucking time to shine. Did you miss me, bitches? Oh, no. That's aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you are back and you are here giving us a book club, but it doesn't have to be like the perfect thing because you do also have an adorable little baby with you. Yes. It just made a noise. Ah. Yes. And she's going to be totally distracting. And that's fine. Uh, excessively so. Especially since she just yawned real big. Poor baby. So yeah. <sighs> Welcome back to another soul-bearing, cringy episode of Book Club, wherein the Lieutenant of Literature is back for maternity leave, kind of. It's a work-from-home situation. It's fine. Yeah, and it's like really long deadlines, so you're good. Yeah. Cat, this is my sprite! <laughs> so yeah, we are going to record this and see what happens. Last time we I recorded a podcast with babies in the room, the editing becomes a little unwieldy, so good news is, y'all don't have to deal with that, you just go listen to the finished product. Today, I have with me the one, the only... The master of mediocrity. It's me, Aaron. Master <laughs> of mediocrity, but not a mom. The mom, but not mom host. Uh, no, I. You're still the mom host. <laughs> this is my food that's in the bag, cat. See, your your child is demanding French fries. She wants my French fries. But yeah, so today we're covering something that is not a book, but is a book, but is not a book but is a YA property marketed to, quote, young women, unquote. So therefore, not worth most of your time. Goodbye. See you later. Have a good one. Oh, just kidding. Um, no, actually. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> this one is one that I didn't actually come across until I was in college and was doing a lot of ahoy, matey, ahoy for manga online and anime online, to be honest with you. And uh, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be a better person. But to be honest, in order to catch up monetarily, it would be in the realm of like $300 now because the property that we're covering today has gone on forever and has like shown no signs of slowing down. Unlike the other one that I would be talking about, Fruits Basket, which um, could have been the one because apparently it's also your origin story, Erin. But I figured Skip Beat was a little bit more... uh, modern telling of my personality it's got much more like hardcore scorpio energy than fruits basket does fruits basket's got that like deep sweet good girl energy fruits basket it literally has the energy of all of the chinese zodiac yeah and also sad and also deep feels yeah and this one's a bit more funny and we needed some funny to break up the book club to be honest because let's let's be honest the book club's gotten real cringy Probably more so than I expected it to get when I started. <laughs> so, <laughs> today we are covering. I've been doing Skip a lot Beat. of reflection on our book clubs. <laughs> yeah. What is what is your and it's reflection? It's been just a series of like it's been a lot of sad. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Is this who we are as people, Aaron? Probably. <laughs> Honestly, and that's okay. Have you read Skip Beat? 
before this. No. Ah, yay. <laughs> she says yay too. Baby. <laughs> so, Aaron, why don't you enlighten us all and let us know how you liked it. Or if you did like it, or like how much of it you read. Like, you know, just give us a synopsis of what of what your experience has been thus far with this property. I'll throw in a little plot synopsis in there too. Um, just so it makes sense, I think. I okay. guess. Is that what we so, do here? I don't know. Making sense seems like it's a lot of work. People keep coming back. So I guess we make <laughs> enough. We appreciate all of you listeners, new and or returning. You are phenomenal. And thank you for sharing this hour-ish amount of our lives together. Anyway, Skip Beat. I had never heard of this because, again, I was a Fruits Basket reader. And the projection character of Fruits Basket was the type of girl I thought I wanted to be. But then Skip Beat was the type of girl I kind of became, you know, fueled by vengeance and spurn. (laughs) Yes. um, Same. Hard same. Yeah. She is a really tragic character who isn't beautiful in, at least this is my feeling from volume one. She isn't beautiful because she wilted at the sign of rejection, but she is somebody who is naive and so pure of heart that she was like, I'm going to follow this boy who's been my best friend who I've had this crush on to the big city and help him with his career of stardom. And then she finds out he's a piece of poo-poo, like straight up manipulative. Yeah. He is full knowledge taking advantage of her, admits to it, just a real sleazy dude. And so she splits. She's like, screw this guy, I'm out. Because she gave up on going to high school. She's like working two or three jobs to get by. But instead of being like, woe is me, let me return to home and, you know, rediscover myself that way. She takes all of that energy, all of that anger and hatred, and it's like, Screw him. I'm going to become an idol. I'm going to show him what's up. I'm going to be better than him and more popular. (laughs) And the fact that anger becomes such a huge motivation for her freaking cracked me up. Because she's she's so earnest and so down to earth that I think people find her charming. But then she is dedicated to a serious level because of how pissed off she is at this dude who's been her she's known from childhood whose family helped raise her who she gave up everything to go support has just been straight up taking advantage of her and honestly yes. big fucking mood big, big mood, mood. Uh, i'm a little intimidated by the fact that it's still ongoing because i think the book or at least like the first volume that i the copy that i had was originally published in 2006 so i'm oh, yeah. like this is going on forever how could they sustain this plot for 15 years and then I'm also really curious as to how they sustain this plot for 15 years. And I don't want any spoilers. Um, okay. well, at the same time, scared. But I, w- I won't spoil it for thank you, you. But I will say it is a lot of money to get caught up. And I definitely was doing the pirate's life yeah. a little bit today. I have a, I make no promises on catching up. I'm just saying, like... Don't spoil it. I'm intrigued. Oh, yeah. Or, like, don't set up an expectation, you know? Like... I don't want to go in. I don't want somebody to be like, oh, the story got more disappointing or whatever, because then like that would drop the expectations. And I don't want people to be like, no, it gets really good because then I'll be hyped for really good and then read and be disappointed. Um, So, you know, it's less no spoilers and more like don't 
set up an expectation because 15 years is a lot of time to not have any conclusion. And you know, I love my conclusions. Like this is going to be, this has love triangle bullshit all over it. Like reverse harem anime shit. And I am like, how can you do 15 years of that? (laughs) Oh, well, I can give you a one sentence, low context answer. Okay. Steady character development. Okay. Okay. All right. So I can get behind that one. Yeah. I, Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. continue to, I'm really terrible about this. And I think you have heard this from me before where I binge it and quit it and then forget it exists. And then later I'm like, Oh, they made five more books of this book that I really loved and was my entire personality for a hot second. Too bad. I've never read those. (laughs) I'm not one that will go get a book every year. Like a good girl. I forget things. I have a low, um, uh, what do they call that? Object permanence. <laughs> I don't have very good object permanence. My daughter has slightly less good object permanence right now. She will overpass me <laughs> pretty quickly, I'm sure. Uh, but I will say that this one I have sort of steadily followed. So let that tell you what it will. I have kind of... Okay. About once a year, I'll re-interact with this property, starting a few volumes back from where we are, and then like get caught up, you know? Mm-hmm. It is a lot now. I This is the first time I've gone back to the beginning for a couple of years. Uh, mostly everything has continued to develop. So like after a certain point, you're like, oh, I don't really care about the pre-stuff because now we're in the, the good stuff, you know, or whatever with this character mm. or this other character or whatever. So like you kind of just go back to the steaminess. Will you settle down? <laughs> you look stoned. No. Are you booby stoned? Okay, well, but um... <laughs> Steady character development. So anyway, I have gone back and I have reread these consistently, which I think means that it's one of the good ones that's kept my attention. I really, I I don't know if I shared this with you, but I was a big drama nerd in high school. Hmm. You think you're hungry again? Yeah, I did forensics, which is like drama's like shitty cousin a little bit because it's it's set up in a competitive format instead of just like an artistic format. So you end up getting a really kind of sick, sick kind of relationship with the theater sometimes in that, you know, like instead of just like competing to get the role, you're literally taking 10 minute pieces of art and you're getting like ranked first to second to third and getting medals and stuff competing against other high schools. So you end up getting a real kind of twisted sense of, like how well you're acting I guess I don't know it's like basically the entirety of what this turns into is her sort of approaching new roles and increasing her abilities and making breakthroughs and you know other people doing it as well it's like all very drama nerd type plot devices I think a little bit I mean like it's a romance comedy so yeah but like the the part that yeah hooking me was like she kept trying to figure out new characters and new roles and stuff like all of those shonen or shoujo like fantasy trips where the character is just really really good at something i mean it's pretty obvious kyoko uh she the main the main character in this she works really hard for the skills that she's developed she comes in with a set of strange skills based on following the shitbag around for most of her life I know I said shit back. And, um, so, like, and she has a real shitty, like, family life, but 
she, you could see her working hard for the breakthroughs that she gets, which I really appreciate in characters. Kind of like uh, My Hero Academia, you know, it's it's an, it's a fine line between like you see them working for it without the like five episodes of them doing push-ups in space under times 15 gravity like you would in a Dragon Ball Z. You know, it's got that like delicate balance, I think. And sometimes it drags. There's been a couple of volumes where I've been like, okay, <laughs> can we get back to the point now? But um, shit, it's been going on for 15 years, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus. You're supposed to ha- probably have some drag. Mm-hmm. Kind of like all of those like really good fantasy, like wish fulfillment things, except for for an actor. And they explain things in a way that really felt genuine to me, I think, whenever I was trying to figure out what acting actually meant <laughs> after I got into college and was deciding whether and how, like, how much more I was going to be able to take. The answer was not very much. I was close to a mental breakdown, but um, I did take a couple of classes and kind of faced this wall of like, shit, I have no method. Like, I just have sheer luck and a little bit more charisma than the other people in my little 2a school you know (laughs) so like like uh wow that that really sucks that's a real gut blow whenever you're like oh yeah i was a big fish in a little pond and now i know that for a fact (laughs) it's fine it's fine what a punch yeah but so instead i just binge this stuff over and over again and i'm really thankful (laughs) because for a while there i was roommating with a person during the summer um, who was like one of my BFFs and she kind of fell hard into the anime manga scene as well where we'd be like watching Yu Yu Hakusho on Netflix back whenever it was like DVDs like mostly DVDs but like somebody had a Wii and so we were watching Yu Yu Hakusho on Netflix <laughs> uh, you know like like oh my god this is the future right and um, <laughs> so we would do that and then we would both be like reading manga fox on our laptops like simultaneously just binging just so much manga content and she actually was like you're gonna love this one and she was right and like I kind of fell out of contact with her but we continue to almost touch base every once in a while like every couple of years I'll get a message from her or I'll send her a message like oh my god are you still following skip beat because I have to talk to you about this thing that just happened so I don't know I think that's kind of a fun thing about this comic and just one of those things it has gone on forever and i have kind of fun memories associated with the journey a little bit i don't know but for the first first volume i guess like you didn't you don't want like expectations set up what do you think happens i mean like i can't quite remember where we drop off on the first volume but so what do i think happens yeah Well, I definitely think that there are some prime characters for fierce competition. I expect an an arc where everyone realizes she's quite charming and she has this... I I totally expect the anger to remain as a comedic, like, the punchline to everything where she's like, I'm really charming and cute and I'm so emotional, but so mad. Um, And I expect a love triangle at some point okay so who are you Um, calling for the love triangle well i want it to be the guy who was at the agency that she's at and the obvious one would be the friend that rejected her but oh is that right okay but i was i mean honestly if he starts to 
Yeah, but if he starts to bark up that tree, I have a feeling it's just going to be constant rejection, and he he's going to be the type of character who just wants her more because he can't get her. Mm. I, don't I think know, it's but, pretty you funny. Know, maybe that's just because you're, you're. I mean, like, like you're right, but it's not as cut and dry as it could be. You know, like it's kind of funny to me having people's like first impressions because you're you're not wrong. I mean, like, there's only so many ways that these can go, but it's different enough that i'm like oh yeah you might still think it's interesting like the way that it kind of plays mm. out you might still find like use for it i don't know i am a sucker okay. for love triangles and i will read the same goddamn thing a hundred times if i have to to keep getting that serotonin hit so maybe i'm just biased probably i really do appreciate a good love triangle as well because there's something about just like that's never in our future again <laughs> i know yeah but um yeah so you're like oh fond memories and then if if you even think about could i handle this in real life i know i'm just like no no that's not worth it i could just read a book where it all ends up happily like everything ends up fine and i don't have to think about like the actual stress and nausea that comes with these decisions, you know, I'm like, yeah, never been this confident about choosing my partner as, you know, the protagonist in a love triangle story. Like, ugh. no thanks. Well, and I think, I think there's a, like, it's a misnomer a little bit when you say love triangles, because it's not really like everyone is openly pining all the time in these shoujos. I feel like people who don't have a lot of shoujo experience kind of think, oh yeah, they're all actively courting each other. That's not kind of how the culture works. It's a lot of internal like debate, but not a lot of external like mm. reach, you know? Like it's not like if you read web Just... comics, you might get a different opinion about it, but this is old school manga. Like this is 20 like 2006 manga. So this is not that advanced yet. I think web comics have kind of shocked me as I've been more exposed to the romances in them. I'm like, oh man, this is like adult and shit. Like, oh my god. Like, where's the, uh, oh my god, he touched my hand. Like, this is like, oh, they had sex. <laughs> you know, like, Jesus. <laughs> they like, straight up, like, okay. Yeah, no, uh, webcomics totally have pushed the limit, which I fucking love. But I have been seeing that more in actual, like, TV shows. Like, mm -hmm. there's one that is based on a webcomic so thank you love actually you're killing it yeah uh, it. that became a tv show i think it's on netflix and i want to say it, it's doing the weekly releases so it either has just finished or it's still ongoing or it was all out at once i don't remember i just saw new episodes and i was like oh my god what is this and then i couldn't quite commit to it because like the girl Whatever, I'm not going to get into the minutiae. Anyway, it is pretty provocative because uh, she starts, I guess the implication is she starts this friends with benefits relationship Ooh, with this uh, younger college man. And he's totally like a ladies man. And everyone's like, don't, don't. He won't date people. And she's like, I'm just jaded and thirsty. <laughs> so, he's not going to get my heart. I just want the body. Right. And like, there's this total thing where he's like being super, you know, sweet, like uh, suspiciously where some people are like, is it more than that? Or is it not? Or is this just how he gets in people's pants anyway? And that was about as far as I made it. 
because they they finally had this like awkward and so sad conversation where people were like oh you two are a thing and both of them were like no we're not and like not making eye contact with each other and obviously doing like the look down and then when you look up you give a fake smaller smile or something and then like Mm -hmm. he went to go hook up with another girl and she caught him and so he stopped and then like like caught him before it progressed too much and then you know they came together again it was just very like damn <laughs> this is how people really date <laughs> i know yeah sort out your like, shit. this, this is too real very familiar <laughs> like yeah I'm, I'm not gonna reflect on whether or not it was the same as how a certain partner and i also got together um, I feel like that is but... the new dating like format. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying, yes. like, fuck around and find out is actually how you get married and have babies these days. Um, yes, going on record for that. I saw that, that. is that was legit. A tweet I mean, that I stole. So, and you were like, yes, yeah. So, <laughs> thank you, random person on the internet. But like, legit though, for the heroine of Skip Beat. I do wish I could woo somebody with just how angry I am. Yeah. I wish somebody was like, damn, her anger makes her dedicated. And that's fucking hot. <laughs> oh, like, <man>. yeah. <laughs> there is a shit heel character that is basically that. It's not the main love triangle, obviously. But I mean, it is a side character that is just one of those boys, those younger boy men who are like, oh, your bad attitude turns me on. And you're just like, ew, gross, go away. Ugh, I hate it. Please okay, I don't want that. that. I want, ugh, no, not the, ugh, not the fetid- fetidization of that. I just want somebody who's like, you're really angry, and that's intimidating, and I'm gonna let you, like, respect you as an individual, but I'm also really kind of cool. Like, um, okay, so she has a lot of like, like use it as a charming behavior. Yeah, they they use it. Um, so so she, you, you see her little demons pretty early whenever they all come out of her box and they continue to like operate yes. in the world as like a thing that people who are highly spiritually attuned can can sense and feel and they meant to, like they actually do things like slow people down or hit people on the back of the head and things like that throughout the whole series and so it's kind of like a running joke that she's actually very spiritually gifted so the context is not so much that, like, <laughs> oh, I'm fetishizing it. It's just like, oh, your dark power turns me on. Like, I also have the dark. So it's like a goth, it's like a goth simp, kind of. Which, you know, your girl ships. <laughs> Except for, like, <laughs> all of the characters are slightly evil, which is, like, part of what is so fresh about Skippy, in my opinion. I mean, I know it's an old-ass comic, so it's not really fresh anymore, but, like, whatever it first came out what i was reading was like the good girls are always so good you know and i think that's what kind of stuck and like gave it the staying power is that everyone is sort of like morally gray and can get really shitty sometimes like get really like i'm gonna destroy you and your whole family kind of you know like actually danger vibes and i'm like oh yeah danger vibes (laughs) are what i'm here for hashtag fan fiction hashtag give me that like never happily ever after you know like i want them to go to counseling speaking of neverly happily ever after yes (laughs) yes no but uh in that first volume when she's at the tryout there's that little girl and the really rude lady is like bullying her and the little girl's just sobbing and everyone's like oh my gosh are you okay 
fucking loved it mm-hmm. when the hair the the girl gets like tossed into the heroine's lap and the woman's like you're both plain you're both you don't belong here and of course it's one of those moments where you're like oh my god she's gonna say something so inspirational and kind and this child's gonna just be like riveted by her beauty and her sweetness and she just sits there and just glares down and she's like do you think crying will help you and i'm just like <laughs> do you yes. think the world treats <laughs> crying babies well yeah no i i know all yeah. maria chan is the little girl and she's a she's a character that keeps coming back and she's one of my favorites because she is like what i wish i was as a small child like <laughs> she has very quickly like attuned herself to the dark arts and i love it like i love i'm here for a small child who like does dark magic i love it I cannot help that it. child is the reason she gets into the idol group. I don't they it's not even confirmed in volume one if that's even true or not. But the fact that um the heroine has a confrontation with like the president or whomever and he's like, Oh, you know, you didn't get in because you didn't express love and forgiveness and you know you were angry at this during this tryout or something. And then the little girl like rolls up afterwards. And I'm just like, this little girl is the reason she's getting in. <laughs> like there's a conversation between this little girl and the president guy where she's like, why the fuck aren't you letting this lady who called me out on my shit into the group? <laughs> yeah, she's inspirational. <laughs> she's there. I don't. Oh, it's not like an idol I don't want story. my headcanon challenged. It's okay. not. Um, it's not like an idol story though. It's like a talent agency story. So it's mm. like the division that she actually gets into. The guy that she harasses in volume one to get the audition in the first place. Mm-hmm. He's just like their random talent agency. So he's like the guy who gets people on variety shows and stuff. It's not like she's not in the singing oh. department. Like she never interacts with the singing department. It's just the acting and like the random talent is what this manga focuses on which i mean like i would i would be here for an idol manga i really would but i haven't seen one that's done i mean like i've seen a lot of anime and like maybe not so much anime a couple of anime mostly it's like k dramas and like like well whatever Mm -hmm. dramas alphabet dramas that do a lot of the idol fixations i haven't really seen a lot of anime and manga that do or at least do well I don't think it would be as compelling in anime or manga because like I've tried anime and I'm just like, there are way too many freaking characters and I don't care about you. And do we really, really need a musical number? <laughs> yeah, like, it, it works better in fantasy. Like I've seen like mild crossover fantasy stuff that, and that works out okay. But you're mm-hmm. right. I think it would be really dry if it was just like too much reality based like it's just one of those things that it's like it's fantasy in a drama but it's not like fantasy fantasy which is like i don't know more interesting to me i I get bored easy with like real life shit so not like drama like idol drama is real life or anything but i mean like they actually exist irl so i'm just kind of but yeah yeah this was really cute though i did really like it and i was just very happy to see such a determined and angry heroine like someone who just wasn't going to give up and just so 
dedicated and not going to sit around and wait. And she didn't get in just because of her, the laurels of her adorableness. Like she actually performed really, really well. You know, she did. And she shocked the judges for her strange talents. And people generally, genuinely liked her for her being such a determined person, even before the rejection. And I, I, I liked that for her in this first volume. I thought it was refreshing. Yeah. I will say, um, it's kind of like, since we are both Fruits Basket aficionados, it's like if Hanajima was the main character of the show instead of Toru Honda. It's a little bit like she is sort of like the love child of Hanajima and and Toru Honda. She's kind of like both sides of that coin instead of just like having a side character Mm. that fulfills that need and then like right i would say that the angry lady that throws maria john the little girl Mm -hmm. it's kind of like uo (laughs) she's kind of like the uo stiff character but like in a i don't know preppier way than uo john is so it's got it's got like she just kind of mixes the deck a little bit and throws something unexpected at you it makes me very happy just just the level of antagonism yes she's very much a caricature still of a character type in a human because (laughs) no one i mean very few people are that single-minded as she is but she does have a range maybe a depth and i don't know i can't say she's well-rounded because i not read a manga or watched an anime with a well-rounded character they always have some (laughs) rather significant (laughs) flaw (laughs) but you know that's compelling narratives for ya. Uh, and that's how you create projection characters in T-Way. Which is sort of like how all of, I don't know, manga seems to be very honest about it. Like, we've talked a little bit about Mary Sue's before and how dumb we think they are. But manga is definitely mm-hmm. good at projection characters. Like, it's like, here's archetypes for you to cast your friends as. Like, Power Ranger style. Like, are you the Michelangelo or the Leonardo? You know, like, they, they do a lot of that. Yeah. Type A, B, O, negative. Like, what's your blood type? Like, we, we're we going to give you a Zodiac. Speaking of Mary Sue, like you're saying, they're just rampant through manga and anime just Mm -hmm. like that's their characters they're always really good at something and in a lot of cases they kind of are projections from the creative team (laughs) like like, yeah this is a caricature of so-and-so right um but we know them for what they are caricatures right like Uh they're exaggerated forms of people so i'm just kind of curious as to why like we don't accept that for comics yeah that they're caricatures of humans and well, there's this idea, I think, that we all want to think that comics are this, like, you know, it's the playback of, it's a child's thing, and everyone's like, no, it's not, it's got a lot of depth, and it's real life, and it's, you know, like, look at the character, like, it's fantasy, but it's a real character study, and, you know, there, there's this, like, I don't know, it, it's kind of like the, just let people enjoy things, you know what I mean, like, People take it very seriously mm-hmm. in a way that I think kind of removes from their own enjoyment of things sometimes. And like, yeah, like obviously we like to take things seriously here. We're a literary and like media analysis group that are real, like real dorks about it. I routinely send you two hour long YouTube videos that you actually like engage with that are just like just conversations about pieces of our society and how our media reflects that so Mm -hmm. like this is what we do 
Like, this is how we find enjoyment out of life. But, God, people need to lighten up sometimes, like, a little bit. Just a little bit. Like, it is art. It is real art. It is valid art. It is something that somebody is really skilled to create sometimes. And sometimes there's some really, like, compelling stories for people to engage with. But then sometimes it's just a uh, big, big Superman does a boom boom and, and wins against the bad guy. And that's fine. <laughs> We can enjoy those. In fact, mm-hmm. I kind of have had a lot of fun. I went back and I read the first half of the Golden Age Eternals because you know your girl's gonna have to get in yeah. on that Angelina Jolie action. And I'm like, oh, yes, God, everything is just so simple and pure right now. I felt like this really like sense of zen about it as I was reading, and I was like, so the words <laughs> are weird, and everything's really garishly bright, and like I really don't like these female characters, but also like look at how simple everything was. I love it. Like, please, thank you. Put some <laughs> salve on my soul. This is not the grim dark. This is obviously the anti grim dark. This is way before the grim dark, guys. Like. Mm-hmm. His his power is he can fly with his mind, and they tell you with a lot of words how that works. <laughs> like they they wax eloquent about how the powers work, and I really appreciate that. It's just fun. I mean, you know, like it kind of puts things in context for me a little bit. Whenever I get a little too far up my own butt about comics, and you know, like did they do a good job at like really exposing the soul of humanity in this you know like we get a little we get a little dark sometimes a little bit sad sometimes and it it just makes me happy whatever i'm like yeah this was just some bullshit that they threw on a page and it was actually fun you know like i can see why people spend the rest of their lives chasing the highs that they found when they first picked up the penny mags when they were smalls you know like yeah yeah it's just a little shot of fun which is what manga is to me, and I consume manga very much faster than comics, and we've talked about why. It's just kind of an easier visual medium for me to engage with, mm-hmm. and and I think the other part of it is that it's a, a story ta- told with archetypes, which, you know, it's like, identify the trope, internalize the trope, move on. It's, it's, it's why fan fiction is so easy to read, you know, like, once you start, like, you really, you, you are being told shorthands with tropes kind of and it it isn't so much the building blocks aren't what you're focusing on you're focusing on the nuance that they want to like how they're using the building blocks to build something kind of unique for what they want to tell so i i don't know like i'm here for manga i really like manga and i still enjoy it i mean like i'm really happy that there are more legitimate places to get manga now because back in the day i had to go to borders bookstore uh, like once every two months to pick up the new volume of Fruits Basket and it was $10 yep. and, and I'd read it in an hour and a half and then I'd be real sad waiting for the next fix. So like really happy that there's so much more now. Just the simple pure joys and I could talk about this for hours but I'm trying really hard to respect your don't lay too many expectations rule in the hopes that you'll like hit me back up and be like I'm in volume five and I need to know you know. I got really hoping that this was <laughs> it. May, I am finishing three series this week. Not only did I finish reading Birthright, which is a comic that is very much, it feels like a a saga of a comic, and very much tried to, I think, go for more realistic characters than any kind of caricature. And I have mixed feelings about it, but I'm also going to finish Clean Room and Black Magic this 
week with my hoopla checkouts. So hopefully I can add skip beat in its multitude of volumes to my list. Oh yeah, do it. Because I think I've been reading it digital. I read it digitally and it's far cheaper digitally because I do like to support mm-hmm. financially as I can. Yeah. Uh, so that it's good stuff. But I'm hoping it does. Like it's it's something I think I could pick up and binge through pretty easily. Uh yeah, I started so. whenever we talked. I was on what episode like chapter twenty six, and I'm now on chapter volume fourteen, chapter seventy nine. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> this is all I've done today. Okay, is take care of a small human and read manga. <laughs> so that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. You know what's actually what manga is actually on my list? What? Take a guess. Um, Haiku. I haven't read the manga of that, so you're going to get further ahead than I am, which is okay with me, because I think I will go mm. back and read the manga, but oh my god, my sweet boys, I love them so much. I've rewatched that series like five <laughs> times, and every time I do, Corey's like, are you fucking serious? Like, you're watching fake sports <laughs> for boys in high school, like, and I'm like, mm, it's not weird. It's only weird if you make it weird, because they're my sweet little bundles of sunshine yeah. Who I love and wish to protect, and Hinata is like the best underdog character. I love it. I love it. And they make volleyball. It's the same thing for me. I You're like I'm supporting their emotional development, and you back off. Exactly. Like, oh, honey. Back off. I played volleyball, and in, in... it's like you've adopted them as sons. Exactly. Well, I played volleyball in junior high and high school. Um, so it, it's like one, it's the same thing as skip beat, except for with my volleyball fixation, you know, like they just make it all seem so, they make it all seem so like dramatic and, and important and technical. And it is, but it's like, I don't know. It's that wish fulfillment thing. Like, what if I was good at volleyball? I know. <laughs> so I wanted to talk. Oh, baby, baby. Oh yeah. No, I was just going to say, I do think manga is much far more approachable mm-hmm. and like I, I don't know i think both i enjoy like western comics a lot too but i am feeling more and more that it could just be what i'm selectively reading for manga versus what i'm reading for western comics but i definitely do feel like they are more light-hearted it's definitely soul soothing to read a manga than more so than it is to read like mouse guard or black hammer <laughs> or my yes. favorite thing is monsters or fables or batman even like it's true i don't know it's like all the heroes kind of go through this individualistic development and growth and it's always just these like tragic emotional flaws that they work through rather than just like slapstick comedy kind of stuff i don't know and like maybe that's the individualistic versus community vibes that we get or like approaches in cultures i don't know yeah i think it might be a bit of culture it might be a bit of the fact that it's still kind of written more for adolescents or at least for a wider audience Mm -hmm. maybe i think comics have suffered a little bit from following their following their readership into adulthood and we've talked about before how much more value we can sometimes find in children's literature and and media like the cartoons and the you know books yeah so i don't know maybe it's just that the by dealing with archetypes you get a more satisfying story feel 
then you do whatever you're dealing with too much shades of gray or too much real shit, you know, like hashtag too real kind of. Ooh, that's a really good point. Because if you're working with your caricatures, your archetypes, you get to see the extreme, you see extreme emotional states and facets of personalities that you experience at stages in your life, or maybe you don't, or you experience them from others. But certainly whenever I'm reading something with a bunch of archetypes, I feel more connected with it because it's like, oh, I've said that thing or I've reacted that way or I've had I've had that emotional state. Whereas if it's a shade of gray and everybody's just stoic and stern, you're like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand your character motivation all the time. It's very unclear. Which yes. isn't the greatest thing to have when you are trying to convey something visually yeah because you need an internal dialogue in some cases like prose of course is fantastic at internal dialogue because they're writing it for you Mm -hmm. um and manga has a lot of thought bubbles too but such exaggerated emotional responses (laughs) to things that you could follow it a lot easier like it's far easier like they feel feelings of embarrassment it's not often in comics that you see embarrassment like western Mm -hmm. comics definitely superheroes well and they have there's not embarrassment there's not they have the chibi shorthand too that they can kind of draw yes i really i really like that visual storytelling component that manga kind of does a good job on i don't see a lot of it in like the more i don't know more canony stuff you don't you know like the art the art is different and individual in sort of modern superhero stuff that I've engaged with but you don't really see a lot of fourth wall or like internal thoughts or like leavening of mood with like cartoonish characters or more cartoonish characters it's just that it's got a it's got a few more tools in its basket I think to that kind of Mm -hmm. help give you a little bit more range and depth like I said, it's like it's like the difference between children's media and adult media. Like they don't have those breaks for people to really like check back in with maybe not reality because it's all yeah. like it's all fantasy, but just with like, yeah, but that's really serious. And let's give you a chibi like, haha, like oh, that's embarrassing that I got that serious for a second, like laugh. And then- yeah, there's there's not somebody who, over in the corner cringing at you who's just like, why the heck are you talking like a shoujo yeah. hero? <laughs> exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh, did you just say that with a straight face? Well, it also like you get the straight man, funny man thing is very much still a cornerstone of uh, the comedy for these things. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I really, I don't know. Something about that is just so pure. Well, I'm really glad that we got to meet and record. Yeah. And we'll make this exit just super short and just say we have a link tree with a bunch of links, including a Discord, a Kofi, all of our locations, including our social media. And we hope you click on a few. They're probably yeah. in the description to this video. One of us. One Follow of us. us. We love you. <laughs> one of the girls. Become one of the girls. There's three girls now. So, you know. Yeah. But thank you for joining us, everybody. We'll talk with you later. Bye. 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 I'm recording right now. Can I can it be brought to me? No. Okay. You have to walk. I like your hair. Okay, before you keep going, real quick, I'm gonna just tweet at in response to Jamie, so it's gonna get buried that I'm just gonna put LOL just just said booby stone. <laughs>